Welcome to the Camp Humphreys PWOC Podcast. We are the Protestant Women of the Chapel, a multi-denominational ministry serving women on our military installation. We want to provide relevant Christ-centered topics and discussion to help women through the challenges of living overseas in our military community. Join us as we delve into God's Word and its practical application to life here on Camp Humphreys. Hello everyone, this is Rachel Wilson, President of the Camp Humphreys PWC. In today's podcast, we will be talking to Michelle Bello, President of PWC in Vicenza, Italy, where they have been in isolation for five weeks, unable to go beyond 200 feet of their homes except for one trip to the grocery store per week. Let's hear about how Michelle and the Vicenza PWC are encouraging themselves in the Lord and persevering through the COVID-19 pandemic. Michelle, we've been, we're both been shut down going on five weeks now. And uh, I, I just want to ask, you know, how is, how is your PwC, Vicenza PwC doing? What, what steps have they taken since we've been shut down to go virtual, uh, to meet the needs of, of the ladies in PwC and in the community? You know, how are you going about doing that? Okay, well, good morning. And um I just really want to say up front, Rachel, that you have had such an impact for our PwC here because I I really, truly am thankful. You were just really on the ball and seem a lot more tech savvy than I am. And so you really were such a help to our PwC here because, like you said, it's been about five weeks and that first week that we were shut down, you know, nobody really knew five weeks ago that we would still be in this at this yes, time. So, yes. you know, when we canceled the first week, it was just kind of like, you know, stay in touch with each other. And um, our facilitators have been a huge key in keeping up. And we're a smaller PWC. Um, our numbers are about 50. We probably have about 40 faithful. Uh, so we're smaller. And the, and the blessing is we all happen to be doing the same study this mm. semester, which is very, very helpful. Um, so the Zoom app was huge. It was one I believe that you spoke about. Um, that has been our best way to hold the studies and to um, have prayer time with other people once we stop not being able. The first couple of weeks, um, I have some key prayer partners and we would still go into the spiritual life building and pray together. But then we had to stop even doing that, even though there was just a few of us. Um, so the mm. zoom app um, for the board, the Facebook messenger is something we always use and still, although we're having this coming week, a zoom meeting as well. But um, our garrison commander is really trying to stay under the Italian decrees that continually like you said it's it's continually fluid it's continually changing but it is um italy's numbers jumped so drastically that they came down very um Mm. pretty immediate about in the first couple weeks meetings of 10 and under and that changed very quickly to not meeting and um definitely now there's there's for the last few weeks it, it has been absolutely you cannot gather outside at all um, on post. 
we've been going through this for a long time, but we don't have those same, um, at least the death toll numbers. So how you know how do you, how are you as a um, as a body encouraging each other during this time? Our biggest um, encouragement to one another is to keep our eyes on the Lord, to keep in prayer, and to keep in His Word, because there is so much. I'm really thankful in some ways that we don't get the Italian news, um, not to be ignorant of the facts, but there's so much enough coming through the garrison news, through the American news, that it really could suck you in. And it it does, and it, it could take you into a very fearful place, especially, um, I'm not sure about where you live there, but here, people were already very isolated um, from the Caserma, um, they live all around Vicenza in different towns, so it already was a very isolating place. Um, so I'm so thankful for the technology we have. But our encouragement to the to the women is be in the Word, be in prayer, um, take everything you're hearing back to the Word of God. I just don't see any other way for somebody to successfully go through this without staying in the word and just resting on the promises of God and having your trust in him that he's gone before us. Like you were saying before, that is always one of my biggest um, reminders and blessings that we have a God who has gone so far before us. And so this might be a shock to all the world, but it is not to God Mm. and he's still sovereign and our eyes need to stay on him. So that's our encouragement to the ladies that we, try to put out in a weekly video. Um, finally, I sent a weekly letter, just really trying to encourage them to do that, to um, just keep their eyes on God and stand in the truth. Uh, we just came off a study of Ephesians, so it's so applicable that we just stand firm. And so um, that's probably our biggest way of encouraging one another. You know, I was going to ask if there was a scripture um, that you're particularly holding on to, and it sounds like it's from Ephesians. For us, it would have been the whole the whole book. But actually, to us, and, and it, I would like to believe that it is in most PWCs, it's the theme verses that God gave before mm. we even knew any of this wow. was going to happen. We did change our theme this semester, but our our kickoff theme for the year was Deuteronomy 4.39, which is acknowledge and take to heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth below. There is no other. Mm. And so that has been a sustaining verse just to go back to and that he is Lord. No matter what is happening, he is Lord. But our theme for this, this semester was Part of the verse taken from Revelation 21, 5a, but it was, behold, I make things all new. Mm. So our conversation this semester has been another way to encourage one another. What is God doing that's new? What is he changing in your life that is new? And for so many, it's, you know, it is upended our whole lives. And when we, we talked about when we chose this theme, um, that we had no idea how new he was about to make Mm. everything, homeschooling for moms, um, the isolation. Some people had husbands in other countries. Mm. Um, But our theme verses have really been rock solid 
to go back to. Wow. And what about you guys? What was your theme for the year? It's no follow, live, um, knowing intimately, following closely, and living abundantly in Christ Jesus. And it's out of uh, John seventeen three, which says, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. Just It all starts with knowing the Lord. If you don't know him, you can't know how to follow him. You can't expect to be able to live out his life and his power if you don't have an intimate relationship with him. And then we have monthly memory verses that help us walk out the yearly theme uh, month by month. And for March, it was John ten fourteen and 27. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And while I couldn't think of a better message for us right now, um, you know, we we need to be so in tune to our Savior and His voice, knowing how to follow Him. Where is He leading us right now? Just listening so intently and having an intimate relationship more and more each day so that we know where he's taking us because we have no idea what's happening we don't know what's going to happen next and and that hunkering down and and just saying lord show me where to go i i just want to know you more i want to follow you closely and i can't do this without your power in me and that's and that's amazing that's what i love that god goes before each of us and has given such pertinent verses um for us to remember that he has gone ahead. I love those verses. Absolutely love those passages that you were talking about, John 17 and John 10. Um, and I think for each PWOC, that if there, if anyone is struggling, they need to look back. What did God give us before this all happened? I, I was going to ask you, you know, what encouragement that would you have for other PWCs who are just in the beginning stages of shutdown? And I think we we can start it off there. Go back, like you said, go back to what the Lord told you um, at the beginning. What has He showed you already? That to me would be the key. Look at what God has already told you um, before, and then for the ones who are just entering, I would say um, prayer. Pray over everything. Keep in prayer. Encourage the ladies to pray. And then um, another practical thing is plan for being out longer than you think. Mm -hmm. You know, when we went in, we still really thought this would be one week, maybe two. We fully didn't expect it to be um, five weeks in and still wondering if if we are even going to be able to finish out the semester ever being able to gather to again, mm-hmm. again. So I think if they're just entering in plan that it's going to be longer um, and hopefully it won't be, but it will just help. I think they're planning and the mindsets and for the ladies and, um, and for what you did, I think very quickly is that they decide on sites or apps. And um, now that the hub has updated all that. They have those online services right there on the um, hub that people can go to, but that they can decide and offer to their teachers and facilitators and ladies, how are, how is each group going to do that? And what, what app are they going to use? 
and then um, really encouraging the facilitators and teachers. I think for here, um, they're our, our best reach to to the women. Mm-hmm. So um, like, like you had a whole list of different varied ways, each of those teachers and facilitators to figure out what works best for their group. So I think those would be some things, those that are just entering in the beginning stages, uh, that they could do. Now that we've been five weeks in, into this, are you finding that there's a a weariness to overcome? Um, I, I know that we're certainly weary, <laughs> getting weary, but, but no, we have to, to persevere. So, you know, how are you handling, how are you guys feeling now? Is it, you don't know when the end is going to be. You don't know when you're going to meet again. Um, and that's discouraging. Um, but, you know, how how are you encouraging your facilitators and, and your board um, to keep going, even with the uncertainty and the weariness five weeks in? Well, I think yesterday, or not yesterday, several days ago, I was feeling a burden for that, because I think any situation that lingers starts to be um, hard for people. Um, so I was concerned we were at that point. So I wrote a lengthy, it was supposed to be an email to all the ladies. And for some reason, um, my email not would not support it. And so I had to end up putting what was actually a, a, a mini letter on our Facebook page um, to all of them just really saying and explaining that we are praying for them, that we know this is hard, and even listing some of the things that acknowledging, acknowledging that homeschooling for for them on with different children at different levels is hard, and just acknowledging these things, but then trying to quickly take them back in this letter to God is sovereign, God has gone before us, um, giving them a verse but I really, it was a little lengthier than I thought it would be, but I just felt like God really wanted me to to write out, um, you know, we're in this. And we actually, at the beginning of the year, had two devotions that people brought. One was on endurance and mm. one was on perseverance. Mm. So again, it's able to reference back. And I think so many PWCs, so many ladies, I'm sure you guys as well, will be able to reference what God had already said this year. Um, but that was a, a huge thing for me to write that letter and just remind them that we're still all of this together. I really will say overall, the people that have been participating and reaching out, they're honest. They've been honest if they're struggling, but they've really still at this point have been trying to keep their, their minds on the Lord. Um, so I'm not sure if you've had any people come out that have really, really I, I'm more concerned about the ones we might not be hearing from. That's mm-hmm. that is my concern. So even in this letter, I was just encouraging people reach out to each other, mm-hmm. be checking in with one another. We had a facilitators meeting last week, and certainly the weariness came through. It came through the video that they were weary, and one just admitted, "I I am discouraged." I think a couple of them just came out and said it, um, and so. I reminded them, one, how grateful I was for each one of them because they, like you said, they're the front lines. They're the ones really pulling the hard work because they're in the trenches. They're the one reaching out to the ladies in their class. They're the ones trying to make those classes happen online 
uh, regardless of the shutdown. They're the ones that are trying to do prayer meetings or collect prayer requests and, and not to lose anyone in their class. But like you said, there are some that you can't get a hold of and you worry about them. You know, there are some here that they are afraid to to even peek out of their house. They, they're they so frightened and full of anxiety and um, you, you just want them to pick up the phone and know that they're okay. But, you yeah. know, like you said, prayer, we, we have to keep praying for them. And, and so many now are, have elderly family back in the States, or like you said, the, the family's been split up because one went to the U.S. and now they're sort of stuck there, or what do they do? Do they come back? And, um, and then the elderly, you know, even we have some older ladies in, in a couple of the classes and they're afraid, you know, they're at higher risk, you know, what if they catch it? And so they're definitely afraid. So dealing, having to deal with those fears and, and the, and the discouragement of maybe only two or three people show up in the meeting instead of, you know, 10 or 12 or 15. And, and so you're, you're wondering, you know, as a facilitator, is this, is this worth it? And I just reminded them it is worth it because every single person is, is worth it. You are planting seeds. You are uh, ministering to them. You're reaching, um, ladies that, you know, otherwise maybe wouldn't be reached and they wouldn't be discussing a a scripture or a, a biblical truth. They wouldn't be praying together. You know, you're making that happen because you're persevering and, and don't give up. Um, so, you know, that was my word to them. And I, like you said, I, I think we have to keep, we have to keep encouraging them and encouraging ourselves because we don't know how long we're going to keep going. A chaplain, you know, a few weeks ago, as this was starting, he said, don't, don't forget the least of these and don't forget the last. <laughs> and that, those words impressed upon my heart really deeply and I, I began to just sort of look over our PwC as a whole and, and wonder where, you know, is someone being missed? What can I do? How can we as a as a body, as a board, as as facilitators, make sure we're reaching the least? Um, and so mm. that continues to be on my heart. Oh, that that's very good. It it's so true. And with all that, it's a reminder to me and and to the ladies that. That we have to trust the Holy Spirit. I mean, we should always be trusting the Holy Spirit, but I think in times like this, where um, I, I would think probably with with you and all all of us in these positions, that besides the refining work of of God, has come a lot of accusation and attack by the enemy. So I mm-hmm. I think at any time um, he's accusing, it's that reminder of. My trust is in the Holy Spirit that we all can encourage each other and do the best we can. This is true of even when we meet. We really need to be trusting, whether we're meeting in person or through an event like this, that it is the saving work of the Holy Spirit, Mm. that he's continuing to draw and work in people's lives. And um, God takes us all through a lot of hard things, and sometimes it's very um, difficult and lonely, but it's got to teach us all that we're not even the answer to each other's. We should encourage each other. We should be there for one another, but everyone has to, like your verse in seventeen three, come to Jesus. They've got to know him. He's got to be their sustaining 
a provision in grace. Thank you for that reminder. And I, I think it segues us right into just a thought I had coming into um, this interview. And, and that was, I feel like the Lord is really asking us right now to to walk on water, right? He's, he's asking me us, you know, there's, mm. there's a, there's a storm. We're in a, a, a deadly storm. We're in a horrible storm, but in the storm, he's saying, okay, now just get out the boat and walk, walk towards me. And, and you're going to walk on water. Just keep looking at me. Just keep all of your focus just on me. And, and I just, I, I imagine Peter in that moment, you know, in that story of, of him getting on the boat and walking on the water. And, and before he, he looked to, to the waves and before he was afraid he was going to drown and die, that, that moment of exhilaration mm. of I, I'm walking towards Jesus, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. And just thinking, you know, here he is in this awful storm and they were so afraid before and yet so much victory when he he was just looking at Jesus. And, and there's so many books and commentators on and, and sermons on this, um, on this story and this passage in scripture. And, but I, I think, you know, how is it, what are the practical steps um, do we take in this moment to just focus on the Lord and, and be exhilarated um, in with him to, to be enjoying him, to, to not look at the deadly waves around us, but to be um, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm, yeah. What what would you say are the, are the practical steps to someone listening that say I'm I'm overwhelmed and I'm drowning by the waves, but I I want to to be full of of joy and peace in Christ and and have my eyes on Him. What what would you say to that person? You know, I would say to start with being thankful. I'm reading um, Elizabeth Elliot's book right now, um, Suffering is Never for Nothing, which was very timely. I was already reading it during this time, but I just finished reading a chapter today on gratitude. And if, if women can, as quick as they can get from why me and why is this happening to what, what, Lord, what are you doing? What are you wanting me to learn? What can I know you about you during this time? It will change their whole trajectory um, on how this goes. And so uh, that was something the Lord taught me a long time ago, not to ask why, but to what. Mm. What are you doing? And so if they can start there, and then they can be thankful. Um, and just to give him thanks for the things that they still are in a home that for the the majority of us, most of our husbands are still getting paid. I mean, there are things that are happening to so many people right now um, that there are still so many things that we can be thankful for. Um, So to those women, uh, just look at God with, with gratitude and thanksgiving for the technology we have. I mean, we have, many of us here have talked can you even fathom going through this years ago when this technology did not exist? I mean, we have so many ways to reach out and and encourage one another. And I think the other thing is for people to be honest, to be honest where they're, where they're at and to reach out to somebody if they are struggling and say, you know, could you just 
pray with me or could you just encourage me? This is what's going on in my mind. Um, you know, that they be honest in reaching out to, to one another. Yeah, I think at times like this, you you have to be authentic. You can't, um, you have to be real yes, and yes. and just admit we're all in the, the same place in, in terms of the same crisis. And it's, it's, it's scary and uncertain and we can't pretend that it's not. Um, but uh, so thank you for, I, I, I love that. Um, ask, don't ask why, but ask what. I, I've just been looking around and realizing how much we have to be thankful for. Um, like you said, we have a home. It, mm. We haven't lost our home. Um, we have electricity. You know, I just was thinking, wow, this would be really awful to go through this and not and not to have electricity or not to have, you know, the internet or not to have um, just certain basic necessities or, you know, and, and some, there was concern of, are we going to be, you know, evacuated back to the States? Or are we going to leave? And I'm part of me just thankful that we're, we're just still in our homes and we have what's familiar to us right. around us. Yes. We're not supposed to really leave our homes, but you know, we have the comfort of the home and we have our family and, um, and our children. And, you know, yes, maybe it's harder when they're not in school and we're having to do the online classes, but I found that I'm learning so much about my children, um, having them home that maybe I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have realized or learned had they been in school. What do you, what do you think that, you know, in the, the last, you know, five weeks have been maybe you're a low and a high for you as you as you lead the Vicenza PWC I, I think some the low for me through through this is is when I start to believe any of the lies or even they they possibly are not lies just a real um they could be a real truth that I'm not doing enough or reaching enough of mm-hmm. the ladies so that just again um I have to get back before God. That that is um, a low, and sometimes it's the little things. You know, sometimes, and I want to encourage ladies with that. Sometimes it's you're dealing okay with these major things, but then the little things come in and kind of just knock you off your feet. Mm. I we, we've been battling we've been battling ants in our house, and I know that sounds like a ridiculous thing, but I put it as a prayer request to my Bible study the other day, and they immediately replied, "That's not." you know, a, a stupid thing. Cause that's how I worded it. And, um, but it's something we're battling. Then I burned my arm the other day cooking something. I think for ladies to stay on guard for the little things, cause sometimes it's really not the big things, you know, that you've got to get your attention on the Lord for, but just to watch all those little things that tend to build up. Um, but there's so much, if God is, and I believe he is, conforming us into the image of his son and building our faith, um, then those are the things that we want to be allowing him to do during this time, even when even when it's ugly in me. So um, the lows are always, for me, seeing how far I still need to grow in my lack. And the highs in this has been the unity, the to watch God unite the body of Christ. I mean, you are in South Korea. I am in Italy. We're we're talking. Um, we're seeing 
the evangelical Italian community ha- called for a national time of prayer yesterday of all the wow. evangelical wow. churches in Italy. That just, I was so thankful. We have the chaplains holding um, pr- uh, prayer services online that you can join and off post churches um, doing that as well. So the high to me is seeing God unite the body of Christ. That is something when these ladies, it's one of, to me, the blessings of PWC. When you can move from country to country to state to state, but you can find sisters in Christ to PWC. Um, but then to see God uniting the body of Christ in such a major, major way right now, um, to me, that is such a high and such a, um, it makes me so very thankful. Wow. It, you know, I, I had heard another story out of Italy of, of someone, uh, you know, a doctor who, had, after so many deaths and, and witnessing so much tragedy with COVID-19, giving his life to Christ. And I just thought, wow. um, you know, my hope, my hope and prayer, not just for Italy, but for all of us, is that this that the good coming out of this would be revival, that it yes. it would be a, a, pa- a passionate um, desire to know Christ and to love him and to turn to him wholeheartedly. Uh, and so when you tell me that story, my heart just leaps with, with joy um, and hope that, that the Lord will, will bring that about, that he will continue to turn hearts to him despite the devastation and, and the tragedy we're, we're, we're facing and, and seeing. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I believe that with my whole heart, that that is a major thing that he is doing right now, turning hearts back to him, hearts back to each other, to families. You know, so many families have not, so many kids, two of my adult daughters here, work at the child development centers and you know um they've made a lot of observations <laughs> while they've worked there but to to think that all those little kids that they take care of and and see who struggles and these are getting to spend so much time with their parents and um there's just so many things that god is doing um in renewing what used to be maybe foundational ways of living um an acknowledgement of him um, it's just really a blessing to see those things. Wow. Yes, I, I agree. And it's, um, it just brings a huge smile to my face and, and, and hope. I, yes. I, you know, when I wanted to really talk to you today about just finding hope and, and peace and, and joy in Christ in the storm. And I feel like you just nailed it with, you know, the, our hope is that, that we will see many turn to Christ and that even ourselves that we're being sanctified and renewed and, yes. and, it's, and he, he's renewing us as well to be in, more in all of him and to trust him more and to have greater faith. Um, and, and know, like you said, that he's sovereign and he already knew this was going to happen and he already put things in place to prepare us for that. So thank you for encouraging me um, today to, to keep, on persevering to keep my eyes on Christ and um, and to trust that he is working despite my feelings of failure at times. Oh, Rachel, I can't thank you enough. This, this to me, there is, this is such a blessing to be able to talk to Sister Christ. That is the beauty of the body of Christ. Um, but you have been, like I said, such an encouragement over here. It helped us 
everything you guys did being on the edge of this has been such a blessing here. And so you have not only impacted uh, your ladies there, you've impacted them here, and you're going to continue to impact PwCs all over. I want to also say something uh, before we end was that this is also, I think, drawing all of us out to be bolder. Hmm. And, you know, there's so many, so many Facebook posts and so many feeds. And when people are struggling and we have army wives, one, which you probably do as well. And the other day there was just this long one of people, people were truly struggling on there. And I thought, I just can't read all of these um, without speaking about God. And so I didn't know if it would get deleted. I didn't know if they would, the admin would take it off, but I thought I at least have to put it on there. And then I posted um, an old Dennis Jernigan song, um, My Yoke is Easy. So, And it didn't, I mean, it didn't get taken off, but you, we just don't know where we can plant a seed. So I think we still um, need to be bold in any and every avenue um, or venue that opens up to us um, to mm. bring hope, like yes. you said, to, to encourage and bring hope, not just to each other. Um, and I know that's our heart. Like you said, all of our hearts is not only to build up the body of Christ, but that God will draw those to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what what we all want to see. And I do believe that that will also happen during this, this time. Mm. Thank you so much, Michelle. This has been full of wisdom and um, encouragement. And I hope, you know, I hope it encourages many. And I know it it has encouraged me greatly today. And so I I just want to thank you. And let's keep in touch and see how God continues to, to move. So God bless you. Oh, thank you, Rachel. I hope today's interview with Michelle encourages you to keep persevering, though the future is so uncertain. Let's be honest, this is hard, and it's okay to admit when we struggle. But may we discover in it all that the joy of the Lord really is our strength. May we not ask the Lord why, but ask what. What is He doing, and what does He want us to do in this time? And just as Peter in Matthew 14 boldly got out of the boat and walked on water, May we boldly trust God, not looking at the waves around us, but into the loving eyes of our Savior, Jesus Christ.